Matt James. The first biracial bachelor. Unpopular opinions below. A complete dissection of the turmoil that unfolded for absolutely no good reason. Intro. Chris Harrison is absolutely not a racist. And I cannot even believe I have to say this. The irony is that most of the people calling him racist are white. They feel obligated to take a certain side in this situation. So what actually happened to get the near two-decade host of the Bachelor franchise cancelled and ultimately let go? Let's discuss everything. Let's get one thing clear. A brunt of the controversy surrounds the fact that Matt James is the first black Bachelor, and a contestant on his season, Rachel Kirkconnell, supposedly has a racist past. Actually, he isn't. Matt James' parents. Case closed. Stop calling him a black man. We have not had a black lead as of yet because Matt James is biracial. One drop ruling him is much more ignorant than taking photos in a poofy dress on a plantation. Before this whole racial scandal even unfolded, several black women online were lamenting that Matt most likely will not choose a black woman at the end of the show. Why should he have two? 1. Matt James is half white, and race should not be a factor when choosing a potential spouse anymore. It's 2021. He has every right to choose either component of his race or someone completely outside of it. 2. It's not likely they could even cast the type of black woman he would be into. Let's be extremely frank. There were very few fully black women who seemed like his type, wore their own natural hair, or even had hair. That's what it would have taken to compete in this environment. Matt likes to skate, swim, be out on the lake, and last time I checked, the overwhelming majority of black women could not be bothered with those activities. They call them corny, white, or lame. Let the man live. 3. The entitlement black women possess over black and black proximal men honestly needs to stop. They do not owe us anything simply because we have racial factors in common. If anyone is being mocked, they brought it onto themselves. Anyone remember Anyeka and Jasmine? I rest my case. Rhetoric like this is the problem and I truly despise women who perpetuate it. Grow up. This is a photo of two biracial people, why do I have to keep correcting this? I digress. Another hilarious aspect to this whole fiasco is that Matt James and Rachel Kirkconnell, the woman all the controversy, never should have, started with, are happily together to this day. And good for them. So let's move on to the infamous interview, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth to this day. Explicitly because of how immature Rachel Lindsay chose to handle herself. And she honestly owes Chris Harrison an apology. The interview. I'm proud of how Chris handled himself in this interview. This catastrophe of an interview, on Rachel's end, took place sometime in February, and I have needed a while to compose some intelligent thoughts regarding what happened. Here is some dialogue from the exchange, only mildly paraphrased. Rachel, what are your thoughts about Rachel Kirkconnell, and the allegations attached to her? Chris, a couple of things. First and foremost, I don't know. I haven't talked to Rachel about it. And this is again where we all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion. I have seen some stuff online again, this judge-jury executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart. And diving into her parents' voting record. It's unbelievably alarming to watch this. I haven't heard Rachel speak on this yet. Until I hear this woman have a chance to speak, who am I to say any of this? I saw a picture of her at a sorority party five years ago and that's it like boom, this girl is in this book now, and she's in this group. I'm like really? Rachel, well, the picture was from 2018 at an old South Antebellum party, that's not a good look. Chris, when you hold that under the lens, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018, or is it not a good look in 2021? Me internally, good answer. Rachel, it's not a good look ever. 
she's celebrating the old self. If I went to that party, what would I represent at that party? Me internally, um, nothing? Who cares who has a party at a plantation lol? Chris, you're 100% right in 2021. That's not the case in 2018. In my honest opinion, Rachel has absolutely nothing to apologize for, and Chris did the right thing. I am disheartened that he even felt the need to apologize following this interview, emo he should have completely doubled down and backed himself up. We cannot bow to this woke mob, they will tear through society until it's burnt to a crisp. And they're standing there hyperventilating, looking for another conservative target to take down. Rachel actually received hate messages and death threats just because of the harmless images. Psychotic, bachelor alums-like, proven racist, Taylor Nolan claimed on Reality Steve's podcast that she, Rachel Kay, deserves to go through this sort of thing. Wow. Truly a disturbed woman if I ever saw one. Chris, two wrongs don't make a right here. I am not the woke police. Props to him for saying these things. Chris condemns the woke police for trying to claim what Rachel should or should not be doing in this situation. Rachel L. defends her stance and repeatedly reiterates the fact that Rachel should grovel on her knees for forgiveness, essentially. The woke had a field day with this interview, and 98% of people took Rachel's side in this. Calling Chris a racist and a misogynist, why? Because he has some common sense and he's against cancel culture. Rachel of course brings up the fact that Rachel is dating a black man, she isn't, she's dating a biracial man. As if that should change things. No, it doesn't. Rachel K. did nothing wrong and none of you have the right to dox her parents and cancel her for harmless past photos. The photos. Rachel at a non-problematic party in 2018. My skin is melting. I am so offended. Kidding. I could sort of understand the outrage if the party Rachel attended was literally staffed with slave-attired black folks and nooses in the background. But it wasn't. So what does antebellum mean, anyway? And middle.tmiddle.bellmiddle.lum. Slash and te bellum slash. Adjective. Occurring or existing before a particular war, especially the American Civil War. Okay, whoop de doo Honestly, the party looked like fun. I went to a plethora of Greek parties in college and they were a great time. I used to live in Florida, and I've visited more plantations than I have fingers for. We went to them for field trips, a wealthy family friend threw a summer party on hers, and I went as a child. Social media was not a thing back then, so should I in turn be doxxed and serve death threats for my attendance at such a thing? It feels so silly to even ask this. Sensible people will realize the answer is no, and the sheepish majority will just condemn it because that's what makes them feel good at the end of the day. Rachel and Matt. Could not be happier for them. I hope they get married someday. I really like them together, and at the end of Matt's season, they ended on boyfriend and girlfriend terms. There was no proposal. I defended Matt earlier, but I'm unimpressed with him for this reason. Matt berating Rachel and telling her to do the work. If I hear that phrase one more time. He did not stand by his woman after all of this unfolded. On the final special, he scooted away from her and treated her like dirt. He truly effed up the opportunity to hold her hand and stand up to the SJWs with her by his side. It might have calmed a few of them down. Instead, he stoked the fire, and told Rachel she needed to do the work. It's clear how brainwashed Matt had become, going from a conservative to feeling obligated to do the physical labor of punishing Rachel on behalf of the woke cancel cronies. Either way, they're together and thankfully doing well at the present time. I just wish there hadn't even been a hiccup in the middle like there was. But let's focus on the positive, all of this turmoil couldn't keep them apart. The shaming comments from black women, 
the angry comments from liberal white women, and now silence from ABC on the matter, they used the entire After the Final Rose special as an opportunity to coach about racism and cash in on the new, dumb audience that eats these things up, were in vain. Choosing sides, Rachel Lindsay is no saint. Unfortunately, it was easy for the majority of Bachelor Nation to take Rachel Lindsay's side. But Rachel is no saint. She is a negative sheep hiding under the veil of her skin tone, something you might notice a lot in 2021 if you're vigilant enough. Other times, things like this will have to be blatantly pointed out to you. So what exactly has she done? Bash her former co-host Becca Kufarin's ex-fiancé for his political views, and put Becca in an awkward position in the process. Becca and Garrett are unfortunately no longer together. Express extreme entitlement over feeling owed an interview with Matt James, and unsolicited sentiment over the initial breakup. This is so dismissive, petty, and unnecessary. You have a whole long-distance marriage to worry about. Compare The Bachelor to The Clan, when the irony is that her Democratic counterparts supported the Clan more than the show ever will. If you ask me, Rachel and the Wokies are the worst clan of this century. One drop rule every biracial cast member, Shia is not black, Matt J is not black, Michelle is not black, Ivan is not black, KDE is not black, Ivan Hall is not black, just stop. This example would require several images so here is just one. Shading producers for picking Peter Weber over Mike Johnson for The Bachelor lead a few years back, the show is a numbers game. Mike J did not have the numbers, and he soiled his own chances by failing to make a connection in paradise. Race had nothing to do with it. Rachel Lindsay says she definitely asked producers to explain why they chose Peter Weber over Mike Johnson for The Bachelor was the title of this article. It's none of your business, nosy. She called some of the women, Victoria Fuller, on Peter's season crazy. Bullying Hannaby into apologizing after the baby lyric incident, I was unbothered by it and thought it was funny, if we want people to stop saying the N-word, then we have to stop rappers from putting it in a song 270 times shrug. Honey. You are like 34 years old stay out of her 24-year-old business. While I cannot stand Colton, let's not forget the tracking device and narcissistic behavior he exhibited towards Cassie Randolph, he has a point here. She's an overwhelming cloud of negativity in a franchise that gave her the career she is now. She gets to be a TV host and podcast, plus have sponsorship to make a living. Without the show, and without Chris Harrison, and producers getting her the lead role after Nick Vile's season, she would still be at a desk in Texas working a 9-to-5. She is an example of biting the hand that feeds. Chris's final chance destroyed by feminist Katie Thurston. Katie is a boring lead. Matt James sent her home before the top 10 on his season so it's surprising to me that she's in a lead position. Her claim to fame was bringing a deal-o with her on night one of Jamie's season. And somehow this gained her a fandom within the franchise. You can blame Katie for the final blow to Chris's 19-year-long career with The Bachelor. Here is some gossip from Dumois about how this occurred. I have no doubt in my mind that this is true, and the season reflects it. Low ratings. Thankfully, wokeism did not ultimately win in the end. Not even two female hosts, which was a terrible idea, can salvage the now-dying franchise. No one should be surprised about this. If you are losing to the good doctor, that's how you know your season is garbage. Ultimately, if you think Chris did something wrong, you need to evaluate why, and why you're scared to admit that he was actually right in asking for grace when it comes to Rachel. This culture of cancelling people and calling everything immediately racist really needs to slow down before we have nothing wonderful left on this earth. We've got to stop one-drop ruling men and women, and thinking that undertones of man-hatred are cute. These things need to be dismantled at every opportunity that they show themselves for what they are. 
The GOAT. Chris Harrison will be missed, and I look forward to his new business ventures. The show is in no way the same without him. He brought structure, knew how to manipulate the chaos the right way, and he was truly loved by a lot of former cast members, they're just being shamed for saying so. Black Trad Wife 2021